Hey guys, and welcome back to another Cultured Boys discussion. I'm Pepe, I'm joined by Nathan, and today we're going to be discussing Pixar movies. You know, they've been going on for a while, little 3D animations and shit. Well, I went heavy on the shit there, didn't I? Hey Nathan, how you doing? <laughs> uh, I'm doing well. Uh, quite excited, because, you know, Pixar and Disney films, Yeah, they're hand in hand, they're like right up there. For most of us, you know, nineties kids, that's uh, that's a pretty big memory, you know, like yeah, that's a pretty big part of our childhood. So very excited. Yeah, man, it's like it's one of those ones where like you know, watching a Pixar movie was like kind of like oh my god, it's like three D back in the day. Like this, this is what we grew up with. Yeah, and it was like oh, it was like a big. It kind of felt like a big deal, like because it was like kind of, well, it was a big deal because it was the first like Toy Story being their first official film and like the. I believe it was one of the first 3D animated films. Mm. So, like, it was a big deal. It was really... We, it was all, like, cell animation back then. You know, drawn on the fucking, like, pl- see-through plastic and, like, layered up. <laughs> hand-drawn and hand-painted. Like, that's what we had for the longest. We're old. <laughs> <laughs> we are. It's, it's weird when you look back and, like, oh, yeah, this the film came out when we were kids. And we we're like, oh, shit crap that's that's a while ago it's a lot it's a long time ago it's it is a long time ago because toy story came out in 95 mm-hmm. november 22nd 95 so like i was by the time it, that's what i think that was like the u.s maybe uh, probably the u.s release date yeah right because so. i remember watching it when i was in cinemas when i was like four years old i don't even think i saw it in cinemas you know i think i just watched it on vhs Nah, dude, that's that's legit how you know I'm old, right? I watched Toy Story one in the cinema as a kid. I don't even, I can't, I can't remember in a cinema that doesn't exist anymore. I wonder if it's the same cinema that I'm thinking of. <laughs> I mean, I would have said it, but you know, I am about to dox myself. <laughs> <laughs> um, like I, I don't remember watching. How, like I remember watching some of these movies in cinemas, like of the Pixar, like the early Pixar movies, like Bugs Life. I remember seeing Bugs Life in cinema. Yeah, I saw that in cinema for sure. Um, that was like one of my favorites. I love that. Uh, Bugs Life is amazing. I still love Bugs Life. Like it's such a solid film. Mm. This is like the era as well where like McDonald's toys were at their prime. Oh as well, I feel. yeah. Like, you know where you get where you get a Happy Meal and it always be to promote the latest like Disney film or Pixar film. Yeah. And I remember like well more specifically Toy Story two. I remember the Toy Story two McDonald's toys he used to get because it was like a lieutenant. Is it Lieutenant Zerg? Yeah. Or something? Uh, yeah. Like, Emperor Zerg. Emperor Zerg, that's it. Lieutenant Zerg. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> Someone's playing Pokemon and getting it <laughs> wrong. Zerg, I just realised that. <laughs> <laughs> that's what that is. <laughs> Nathan, ed- edit in. <laughs> Lieutenant Zerg. Somehow it's like the combination of Emperor Zerg. It's just going to be Zerg, Zerg with a Raichu next to it. Or <laughs> I just want to see Lieutenant Zerg's face on Lieutenant Zerg's body. <laughs> or vice versa. Whatever you decide. I want to see that. <laughs> There you go. Let's see what I come up with. (laughs) (laughs) But um, yeah, that was that was like when like Pixar films were really in their like prime for a kid as like my age. I love that sort of uh, that hype that was behind them. Like I mean, talking about the McDonald's toys, I I swear I remember I had like um, a Slinky Dog. I think there was one there. That might have been. Yeah, I remember that. It was a shitty plastic spring, not like a real spring. Yeah, and I swear they put suction cups under the. one of the feet or like the back foot or something so you stuck it to something and you were supposed to just stretch it yeah 
I know this isn't really arguing the case for Pepe, like, oh, the McDonald's toys back then were amazing, but like, that's the one I remember. But they're free. that's the ones, that is the thing though, like, is, uh, they weren't, obviously they're McDonald's toys at the end of the day, they're not going to be the most amazing thing, but like, they were there, like, I remember, what was it, there was like a, a Rex one as well, like, was it the, T- the T-Rex, like, um... Yeah, Rex. I think Rex was just like a normal... It was just literally just a toy dinosaur. I'm pretty sure it was just a toy dinosaur. It might have opened its mouth at most, or it had a movable tail, but it wasn't... Yeah, but then, like, if you think about it, like, that's perfect, though, because it's Toy Story, in it? So, like, if you were a kid and you got Rex from McDonald's, you'd be well-hyped, because you're like, I literally have one of the official toys from the movie. Like, it's really smart to do that. Like, it, Rex really didn't have to be more than just a plastic dinosaur. Yeah. It's not like sort of like Woody or Buzz, for example, where, like, you expect a bit more from them from a McDonald's toy. Like, from a toy anyway, not unless... Those, those ones you have to be fancier, like, way fancier. Although, saying that, I never had a Woody. Like, I had Buzz as a kid. Like, I got one. I remember having Buzz as well. Like, that was when, like, there was, like, certain points where, like, there would be certain McDonald's toys in stock, and you'd be like, oh, which one am I going to get? And it would be a surprise of which one you got. Oh, I didn't even mean McDonald's. So I mean, like, a proper, like... I think I still have it somewhere in my house. Like, a proper, like, the actual Buzz Lightyear. What? Little, oh, see, I had... Um, I, I remember this because I went to America at the time. Or it might have been Disneyland Paris. Well, it was well, some sort of Disneyland. But I got a uh, Buzz Lightyear spaceship. Ooh. And it came... And it had, like... It had the little buttons that you press it and it does like a whole little theme and like it does like Buzz Lightyear to rescue it. Like, so it had that. But it had a compartment which popped open and it would, you can put Woody and Buzz in there. So it came with Woody and Buzz. Oh, dude, that's awesome. And it, you could sit them in there. And, and that was like my favorite thing as a kid. And I remember my cousin saw it uh, and she loves Toy Story at the time as well. And she was like, oh, I was. And it, they ended up getting one as well. I think it was just, I think because it, it, it came over in like Disney, you know, there's like Disney stores and stuff in yeah. the UK and that. Like, so it's still available, the same sort of thing. But um, God, that, that was like, God, back in the day, that was, they had like free sound options. I, I just remember like as a kid, I never asked for it and I got this buzz. And then I remember being promised, like, you know, parents, aunties, uncles, they promised like, oh, we'll get you a Woody to go with your buzz. And it's like, yeah, never got it. <laughs> I never got it and now I'm an adult and I'm sort of like I don't I don't think I would have enjoyed Woody as a toy as much yeah like in the film yeah but like as a kid Buzz is great because he's like you know a plastic figure that stands and like poses and moves right but Woody would have been like a proper old school sort of mm. half plush oh, plastic yeah. kind of thing and also when you're a little kid you kind of expect things that are impossible. You do, yeah. You, you get the hype. Of it. So I would have had this Woody and been like, come on, Woody, talk to me, come to life, come on. And, he, you know, obviously it wouldn't. And then you'd yeah. just be like depressed and then Woody had sat in a drawer somewhere <laughs> never to be touched again. Like, you know, never to be played with again, ironically. <laughs> like, I mean, at least he still would have had this, like, realistically, he would have had the string at the back, the pole string. And it would have been like, uh, there's a snake in my boot. And... I'm a, a kid me probably would have like snapped that string at some point anyway. And then it would have <laughs> just never worked again. <laughs> No, that's upsetting. And I probably would like had that happened. I probably would have cried or something. But no, that was um, that was a good age of uh, Disney. I say good age. It was the, it was the early age of Pixar films. 
I mean, Pixar's still good, man. They make, still make really solid films. Oh, yeah, it still is good. Like, I think, like, the thing is, right, back in the day, for me, like, we've got, like, okay, a little bit behind the scenes. We've got a list up of all Disney fil- uh, Pixar films. Yeah. Uh, like, from, uh, like, start date to end day. And the first six Pixar films, I absolutely loved. Okay, see, I they're good, but I'm not a f- big as big a fan of the fourth, fifth, and sixth film in the list. Wow. Okay, so fourth, fifth, and sixth from Monsters Inc., Finding Nemo, and The Incredibles. Like so that was between two thousand one and two thousand four. I loved Monsters Inc. That was a great one. I absolutely love Monsters Inc. I Monsters Inc. I always feel personally is overrated. I really don't <sighs> enjoy that one as much. That was the first, to me, especially as a kid, that was the first kind of miss. Really? Wow, okay. Yeah, I, and to this day, I still don't enjoy Monsters, Inc. That's mad. What? Okay. It's an alright film. I I, I just don't think it's as good as people claim it to be. I think, I don't know, I just love, as a kid, obviously, I just love the whole monster aspect. It's like, oh, I love the idea that them, like, uh, they've got, like, their own doorway to scare kids and stuff like that. I mean, like, I, I think that's cool. Yeah. I do think that some aspects are, of the film are cool. I just think the overall package is not as uh, amazing as people claim. Mm. That's fair, man. Okay, yeah, okay. I just love Monsters. I love going back to watch Monsters Inc. Just for what's her face, the uh, the slug reception lady or whatever. Oh, Roz, yeah, Roz, yeah, Wazowski. <laughs> <laughs> it's just that's the only. I don't care about the rest of the film that much. No, I do care about, it. but um, like that one Wazowski is the thing that just stuck with me <laughs> forever. In Monsters Inc. And there's also <laughs> that meme of uh, fucking Mike where he's like sitting on a bar stool. It looks like he's doing karaoke or something. It's like a meme. Um, it's also <laughs> that that's kind of stuck with me a bit. Uh, but um, yeah, like, oh, I love Monsters Inc. Uh, Finding Nemo, I kind of liked as well. I, d- I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed Finding Nemo. Okay. Like, again, solid film. Just I didn't enjoy it as much. It may also be because around the early 2000s was, you know, like probably around preteen phase. So partially my opinion might have been like corrupted. You were 10. What Did you just like, no, I don't care about Pixar films anymore. Yeah, like I I think it's like partially like, you know, you you know, when you get into Dragon Ball now, mom, (laughs) I don't care about it might not necessarily have been exactly that. But like, you know, when you just get to a certain point and you're like, "Ah, it's kid stuff. I'm not a kid anymore, even though you clearly are. Yeah, I know you mean you kind of like want to be a bit old, you want to like act a bit older. Or like, my opinion of Finding Nemo is like changed over time because you know, yeah. the older you get, the more you can relate to certain things. But like, as I've gotten older, I appreciate that film more. Mm-hmm. I don't like straight, I used to actually straight up just hate Finding Nemo. I, I used to be like, this is the worst one. I don't understand really? it. Wow. Yeah. I, I don't think Find, like, I don't think Finding Nemo was a bad film at all. Um, Bear in mind, I haven't. Uh, I'm saying that the three the three movies just mentioned, which is Monsters Inc., Finding Nemo, and Incredibles. I love it. Also, just before I get into this point, The Incredibles is probably one of my favorite Pixar movies. Okay. Did you and you said that 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 one you didn't really care about at all, or not not really not care about, but mm, yeah, it's 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 good, and I 
I don't mind watching it, but again, when you say Pixar films, it's not one that comes to mind. Wow. Like, Man, I, like... I, 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 I fully understand that I'm in the minority there because like most people... I would have thought that if any of the Pixar films... I know, right? It's superhero stuff, like... If any of those picks up, I feel it's your, it's your, it's not like it'd be your street. Surely it's like. Yeah, you'd think so, wouldn't you? But <laughs> it wow. wasn't. Like, I really, me personally, the best film Pixar's made mm-hmm. is to me still Toy Story. Original Toy Story. Like, I, that's my. F- Toy Story, yeah. I mean, it's, un- it's undeniable. Toy Story is like iconic. That's my favorite of the favorite, but like. Basically, all the Toy Stories make up most of my top five. So yeah, okay, not Toy Story four. I never watched it, and I don't think it should have existed. They should have stopped at three. Yeah, I, I, I agree with you there. Toy Story, Toy Story, so, so, right, right, Toy Story four was fine. It, it was like again, it didn't need to exist. It was there, and it was a good movie if you don't look at the previous three <laughs> <laughs> yeah except it's hard to because the previous three were like such big landmark films 100%. in people's childhoods yeah. Uh, yeah so again i enjoy the incredibles if it's on tv and i've got nothing else to do i will watch it but like i don't seek it out and i don't think about it often oh, man. but i do understand it's a good film and again the premise you'd think would be right up my alley but for whatever reason it just doesn't click oh, mate it's just like i just get so, like if i ever watch incredibles it just takes me back to my child you know like in ratatouille another little uh, reference oh mate i love ratatouille you know ratatouille where um the uh that uh, critic tastes the food for the first yeah time and then he gets the nostalgia flash <laughs> that is me when i watch incredibles one <laughs> that is me when it's just like it all just comes fresh with like all those things i used to do at the time because incredibles was like it was a time where like i was playing like dragon ball games at the same time it was a time <laughs> where i was also getting harry potter lego and stuff and I think it was like one Christmas where like, I think I got The Incredibles on DVD or something like that. And, or I watched The Incredibles in the cinema. It might've been all around that area. And like, there was so much cool stuff going on for me at that time as a kid. Like, what was that? I read, um, you remember that um, series of Unfortunate Events? Remember yeah. that series? Like I was reading those books at that time as well. Like uh... all of those things. It, like it was like the holy quadrinity <laughs> for me it was just like oh look at these four things that are staples of my childhood in 2004 <laughs> see i think that's partially why i might not have enjoyed the incredibles as much because i didn't actually watch it when it first came out i didn't oh, watch the incredibles yeah. one until i was like 14 oh wow okay so fair few years down the line then. yeah like i didn't i didn't watch it till way later like way way later. Wow. Oh man. Okay. Yeah. That's that's the thing. Okay. So like, I don't have I don't have childhood nostalgia for it. I just I watched it when I was a teenager and was like, okay, cool. Yeah. Superhero film. Oh man. Okay. Fair. But the funny thing is about those three films: the Monsters Inc., Finding Nemo, and Incredibles. The sequels for all three of those, I did not. I like. Okay. Bear in mind, I actually haven't seen sequels for Monsters Inc. for or Finding Dory. I've seen Finding Dory. I haven't seen Monsters University for the obvious. Yeah, because if you don't fan the film. <laughs> yeah. Like... The, the idea of Monsters University kind of like put me off a little bit because it was a prequel. And I, although I was kind of excited to see it, what was it? Monsters University came out in 2013, I believe. Yeah, 2013. Yeah. And it, like, at, at that point, I don't think I still had the hype for it. And as, as the idea of a prequel didn't really appeal to me either. So I just haven't seen it. 
Finding Dory again. Uh, I just missed the trick. I missed the boat on that one. I I will say I I didn't watch Finding Dory of my own volition. Uh-huh. I was like with my little cousins, and they wanted to put a film on, and that was what was put on. Was it good? It was all right. <laughs> yeah, that's 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 the theme of these sort of things. Like. It's weird because it's basically a very similar story. Uh Except this time it's Dory, and now Nemo and Marlin are looking for Dory instead. Yeah. So, like, there's a few more, like, crazy hijinks and stuff, you know, because it's Dory. Yeah. But it's... It just... It was basically the same sort of premise. Fish goes missing. Fish's family goes to look for fish. Uh, fish <laughs> happens to be across the fucking planet again or something. And then they have to... They, you know, they have to go on a journey. And it's like an AB part story how Dory f- escapes to find them and how they find her and their journey there. Like, it's very samey. And it, I, I understand why it was made, you know? People like Dory, the character. Yeah. But personally, I'm like, it didn't need to be made. I can understand that. Like, it's I feel that way about those three films, though. Like, I saw Incredibles 2 last year. So even though it came out, like, in, what was it? like? I, I never even watched it. <laughs> two, 2018, that came out, Incredibles 2. Uh, I only watched it last year. And it was an, it was an okay film. I think it was a um, little bit... Didn't match up to the original as much for me, but it's still an okay watch. But again, with those sequels, they didn't need to happen. Loads of people really loved Incredibles too. Like I, I know some people were like, "Oh, it's better than the original." Nah, not for me. I think, uh, it, from, like to say it's better than the original for me is I'm like, nah. I, I can kind of understand why it was good. I can, I can say it was a good film, but I don't think it was better than Incredible. I don't think it was better than the first one. Okay. Again, I, it's a film that didn't, doesn't really need to exist. It's the same way that Finding Dory didn't need to exist. Same way that Monsters University never needed to exist. Those good films are good standalone. I I find that there's a few that are like that. Like, those aren't Mm. just the only ones. It's like, for example, on this list, I don't know if you've ever seen The Good Dinosaur. Came out in 2015. Yeah. I I watched it on TV, like, one Christmas. I, I watched it again with Little Cousins, but I felt like The Good Dinosaur was just Pixar's version of Lion King. It, yeah, I can understand that. It was like a film that was just there. It's very similar story beats. Like, spoilers, I guess, if you ain't seen this film from <laughs> seven years ago. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> so basically, the main character is a little dinosaur. Like Simba's a little lion, right? A baby lion. And then his the dinosaur's dad gets... Yeeted off a cliff. Yeah. <laughs> it is that it's a landslide, isn't it? Like something like that. I can't remember. Like I just remember his dad dies and immediately I was like, oh, this is kind of like Lion King. Yeah. And then it's like it differs after that because it's like, oh, the little dinosaur is taking the human caveman kid to the humans or whatever. Oh, Ice Age. Kind of. <laughs> I, I just sort of felt like it was the same sort of thing, you know, like... Yeah, I get you. Mean. Kid experiences thing, loses parent, has to then sort of grow up and take on some sort of adversity. I was like, mm. it felt like Pixar's version of Lion King without just being like, it's Lion King. Yeah, I can kind of see that. I think Good Dinosaur was a film that I don't think many people actually like that much. Yeah, it was a very, like, safe middle ground film like it was okay at best 
Yeah, that's it. And I, I mean, I can see that when I watched it. Again, I watched it on TV, so I was like, eh. <laughs> it was one of those ones. But um, for me, I don't know, it just... It's just there. A film I have seen. <laughs> I think I would have rather seen a lot of other films. There's a lot of these films I haven't seen on this list. Um, more later ones than earlier ones, to be fair. Like, so, for example, I haven't seen any of the Cars films. I've watched the first one and half of the second one when I worked at a cinema. Um, the first one, I actually really like the first Cars. It's a very solid film. Like, it's really good. But that might also be because I like Cars. <laughs> in real life i like cars yeah, yeah, so yeah. like and like i've always liked cars so as a little kid like i would learn to identify brand names and makes and models so like it was just basically the same sort of thing i watched cars when i was a little bit older because it came out in 2006 but i actually didn't watch it again until i was like 14 15 but i was like you with that ratatouille moment it like brought me back to my childhood where i was sitting there going oh what is that that's a ford whatever like i would sit there and like identify these cars like i was a kid ah uh, yeah but it's like it's actually the story's not bad it's basically you know like a reverse kind of like man out like man out of his depth kind of thing Okay. Because, you know, normally it'd be like, country boy goes to cities out of his depth. But, like, it's the opposite. No, it's Lightning McQueen is the big flashy guy. You know, he's on top of the world. And then he, like, gets stuck in this fucking backwater town. <laughs> okay. And it's kind of him learning not to be such a fucking, like, egomaniac, in a way. Okay. I get you. Like, it's basically him learning that he's not the hottest shit around. Okay. Fair. I mean, I, I I feel like I want to say I will check it out, but I probably won't if I haven't checked it out for. Yeah, I it? mean, <laughs> by this point, <laughs> it doesn't it doesn't really matter if you check it out or not. But like, I again, I thought it was still pretty good. Okay. Yeah. Second one, second and third ones, I didn't actually understand why they made it. <laughs> yeah. So. The second one, I, I like I said, I watched half of it because I worked at a cinema at the time, so I've watched pieces of it um i even then i was like i don't understand why it was made okay and then they made a third one and i was just like why <laughs> i don't think the third one did that well who's asking for that wasn't planes a film yep is it that isn't on this list is it no but it's like a spin-off i think it's a disney pixar that's why it's probably not on the list uh okay fair fair because like that's a whole separate category of things yeah fair uh, I don't know how planes did. And again, I haven't seen. If I imagine if I saw planes and not cars, <laughs> I think I might have seen part of one of the planes films. But you're not missing anything. <laughs> I, I didn't. I didn't imagine I was there. <laughs> um, but yeah, whatever. Um, Wally's on here. Ah, oh, what a solid! What a great film. I love that film. I loved Wally. Wally was like a, such a cute, like sort of. Like it was like a, I, I didn't see it in cinemas. I saw it on TV. No, I didn't see it in cinemas either. But it was a good, it was a good film. I like that. Like considering it was like I don't, I think I might have missed the start of it. I feel like I've seen probably like three quarters of the film. I haven't seen the like the first bit, but I remember watching the later bits, and it's really, it's a feel good one, isn't it? It's a nice sort. Of... The th the thing is, it came out in two thousand eight. I didn't watch it till I was like sixteen. Yeah. And, like, even at 16, I was like, man, what a really good film. Like, Ratatouille and Wally I watched in the same year. So I was about 16 when I watched them. Yeah. And I remember being like, ah, these films, like, I don't I don't know, you know, like. That was my thoughts as well, yeah. I was like that. The posters, the trailers, I was like, nah, I think Pixar's had it. I think they're done. And I watched both of those films, and I was like, oh, my God. What an idiot I was. These are such good films. Ratatouille is a good... I love Ratatouille. And like, that was... I don't know how 
anyone wouldn't like Ratatouille and Wally. They are like right up there. They are such solid films. I think it's like sort of the thing where you see like you see the posters and be like, ah, do I really care about seeing this? I'm not that fussed. Yeah, but it is like that's the thing. These Pixar films, even now, a lot of them still hold up. Like there might be some hits and misses here and there. Like I think yeah, those two films solid. I'll tell you. I'll say this. I loved Wally so much that actually for one of my projects at uni, I actually designed a whole game based on the very similar premise to Wally. Oh, okay. I it was it was even the same like little square trash compactor kind of robot. <laughs> yeah. It's not exactly the same, but I designed a little trash compactor robot and he was supposed to save the world from pollution. Oh. <laughs> but it was before. Well, you know Wally is cleaning up the world after everything went to shit? Yeah. My game was designed to be before so you're trying to help prevent the world to get from getting to there <laughs> okay, but like yeah. that's how much i like wally i fucking basically designed a whole game that was wally <laughs> what was it called ecobot saves the world okay yeah yeah wally that's cool that's cool i like that yeah no, those two films are solid you didn't you didn't see up did you no i haven't i've only seen the first 10 minutes the basically the part that most people talk about and then the rest of the film feels like it's unnecessary okay that's that's my problem with up because i feel like the first 10 minutes of up are absolutely heartbreaking oh it's the strongest start to a fucking pixar film ever a hundred percent it's like as a kid uh, well i say as a kid i must have been like what was it like 16 when i saw this um <laughs> and i saw it in cinemas though oh okay uh and I was like, oh my God, this is hard. Oh my God, this has actually made me feel things. As a teenager, that, that took a lot. <laughs> I, was, I, was, I was like dead to the world in <laughs> teenage stuff. Oh yeah, I, I agree with you. I watched that, <laughs> funny enough, I watched that when I was 17, the ten, first 10 minutes, 15 minutes, in media studies, A-level. Really? When we were supposed to write an essay for it. Oh wow, okay, I don't remember doing that because we were in the same things, weren't we? <laughs> Well, we were in the same course, but we we're in different classes. I don't remember doing that. I didn't do that. <laughs> yeah, I, I watched that sequence. Yeah. And was asked to write a short essay on it. Good. Like, it wasn't counting towards any grade, but it was like for practice. You know, analysis practice. Yeah. No, it was just a standard essay. Yeah, yeah. But like, again, like Pepe said, 17, I was emotionally cut off. Like, I was dead to the world and like, n not to get uh, any more like into my personal life but like a lot of shit happened when i was 17 and like so i was definitely like emotionally dead <laughs> and that film was like that part of that film made me almost cry on the spot it was it's emotional man it's but obviously like 17 year old so i didn't want to cry in class no but it like everyone like like everyone that watched those first 10 minutes of up i just like oh my god that's heartbreaking like this is this is like how can children watch this is it like it's terrifying Oh, mate, yeah, like, it. if someone told me they didn't feel anything when they watched that, I don't think I could talk to that person anymore, because yeah. I'm like, you you are just soulless. You have no heart. I think that's, like, really, like, for its time, it was like, that was that was hard-hitting cinema there. Yeah, and, like, you, you'd never expect a Pixar film to do that. Like, okay, yeah, Pixar, like, tackles some stuff for kids, and, like, you won't realise until you're a bit older, but that one was just, like, oh, my God. That wasn't even, like, subtle. No, that was like in your face. Yeah, that was right there. Like you have to deal with that. Yeah, that was like if that was a Pixar. You know, they do the Pixar shorts. Yeah, yeah. 
Like you get, sometimes you get them on DVDs, and it's like, oh, okay, it's all like five minute animation or whatever. If they release that as a Pixar short, I think that'd be award winning. <laughs> that is like amazing stuff. But um, that would. My problem with Up though is that although the first ten minutes absolutely heartbreaking, it's like, oh my god, it's like, great. The the rest of Up is very meh. <laughs> it's it's nice. It, yeah, I guess like what was it? Is it Carl the old guy? I think so. Again, I don't know. I didn't actually watch the rest of the film. <laughs> I think Carl's the old guy, Russell's the kid. Apologies is the other way around. No, I think you're right on that. But, like, Carl's story, he's got a good motivation to do stuff, but the the rest of the story around him, and it is, it feels good at some points, but I don't know. The whole story of Up just doesn't, it just falls a bit flat for me. The first 10 minutes are great. The rest of it is a bit meh, in my opinion. I think that's why I never bothered to watch the rest of the film, was because I asked people, like, is it worth watching? Because I was like, that, that first part was really good. Basically, everyone said the same thing. Like, yeah, that first part's like the best part. And then the rest of it's like, yeah. okay. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> so I don't need to watch it. And most people are like, yeah, you can skip that one. I'm like, okay, then. <laughs> it was, yeah, it's, it is spot on. It's like, yeah, the rest of the film isn't great compared to that. That was a good one, though. Like, it is a good start. It's a good start. But then there's like some other ones on here. Like, um, we're talking like sort of getting into the 2010s now. Yeah. Where it's like Brave, for example. Did you see Brave? I, again, watched it with Little Cousins. So I didn't fully pay attention. I think I've probably only actually really paid attention to like half the film. Yeah. Um, It's all right. It is literally it's an all right film for me, yeah. I mean, I feel like the reason people know it nowadays is for the meme of the character. What was the meme of the character? Just Scottish. <laughs> it's just that catchphrase. If you could change your fit, would you? Because she's Scottish, you know, the whole, the whole yeah, thing is yeah. saying, like, it's <laughs> it it very Scottish. And, and it's literally just that. Like, I feel like people just know it for that nowadays. Yeah. Um, I saw Brave uh, when I was in uni because uh, one of my friends was obsessed with it. Uh, obsessed with, like, Disney, Pixar in general, like, all Disney stuff. I, I mean, understandable. Uh, and it was, like... I watched it, and I'm. I, I, that was like one of the films I watched. I was like, glad I didn't pay to see this. <laughs> like, <laughs> there's nothing particularly wrong with it. It's a solid, like, it's, it's a solid story. But for me, it doesn't speak. It doesn't speak personally. I'm just like, eh, okay. I mean, like, uh, was it? Was it a Disney film? I think it was, but it feels more like a Disney film. Like, no, I meant. Uh, I was gonna say, Brother Bear. Was that? That was a Disney film, right? Or was that? Oh God. Brother Bear, Jesus. Um, I think that's Disney. I feel like that was a better version than Brave. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. Especially because both of them turn into fucking bears. Yeah. <laughs> but I felt like Brother Bear was a better telling of that kind of like whatever. I can't remember Brother Bear's story, you know. All I remember is the um, song written by Phil Collins. <laughs> I just remember I enjoyed it more. Okay, I remember more. I remember the story of Brave, and it is uh, thinking back at the story of Brave, it's better than I give it credit for. Actually, I, it is. It is right. I was, I was, I was ready to slate that shit, but I was like thinking back at you remembering what the story is. It's, it's alright. I think that was the start of like Pixar films telling like, hey, family is like strong. Like, you can have like rough, like rough family, or like you might not be on like the best terms, but it can get better, and you can't. It still means something. And I feel like they kind of followed that a lot more in their later films as well. Oh, yeah. I mean, and we'll get into that for sure. For sure, yeah. Because um, we've got a few more films to go. But You haven't seen Inside Out, though, have you? I haven't. I keep meaning to see that. Like, that's a good one. I actually, re I actually really like Inside Out. 
Okay, it's not to say I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it. I haven't seen the whole thing in one sitting. Okay. Where I work, they've played it for a little while. Um, so I have technically seen the whole film, but in lots of random different sections. So I've never <laughs> okay, sat there yeah. and watched it as one whole thing to piece together what's actually going on. I know the premise and like I know it's a little bit, but I've never watched the whole thing. I think it's one of those ones where like, it's one of those like, Pixar films. I sat down, watched it again. I, it was must have been at uh, Christmas time or something. Um, like, it, like I feel like I watch half these films at Christmas time when it's on the BBC, and it is like, <laughs> you know, what? I feel like most people do because, like, I that's just what happens. They're like, yeah, <laughs> they're on TV, and you've got nothing else to do. It is it is always that? Not to say that that's the only time to watch Pixar films, but like. But it is. It's always like at Christmas, like they are. Oh, here's the big Pixar film for the kids to watch on BBC, and it is always <laughs> like oh, they're the one that came out two years ago or something like that. <laughs> I remember I watched Moana uh, again. Like technically, it's Disney. Is it Disney Pixar? I believe. I think so. Yeah, but I watched that in God it must have been 2019. Like probably like two years after it came out. Um, but I love that. That was sick. Again, it's not on this list, but. <laughs> I love that, but I also watched that on an airplane. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, the best way to experience my <laughs> Yeah, well, I watched it on a plane in 2017 on my way to Japan. So. <laughs> the first <Fantastic>. time. <laughs> like, I, again, Inside Out, I watched at Christmas time, and it, I actually really enjoyed it. I stuck with that one. Um, it must have been on, like, the same weekend that The Good Dinosaur was on, because I watched The Good Dinosaur in front, and I was like, meh. Okay, I don't care. <laughs> uh, and then I watched Inside Out, and I was like, "Oh, I like this one. This one's actually quite good." <laughs> like, um, it didn't like. I think there were supposed to be like emotional ties in there. Like, oh, it's supposed to play on your emotions or whatever. But uh, it didn't trigger me as much as something like Up did. But it has kept what we mentioned earlier with that family. Like, oh, family. Like, do you do care about family deep down? Like, they're always there for you, even if you have your struggles. It it plays into that quite a bit. So is i don't know obviously you haven't seen it so <laughs> take what you will from that <laughs> again i sort of i do sort of know parts of it and you're right that one is heavily in the sort of like getting to grips with your family unit mm -hmm. and how you all sort of fit into a a bigger picture rather than like being individuals and like it's, it's like interesting because like with Inside Out, like it's got these like was it these five little emotion characters that are in your head, but every single person has them as well. That's the funny thing about that. It's like oh like even though it's like focused on this one girl, you see like the dad's got those five emotions as well. The mum's got that five emotions. Like people around them have that sort of similar thing. It's a really good premise. It is. A, it is a really good premise. Like I think I, th I think it's a cool premise. It's just yeah for whatever reason I just haven't got around to it. <laughs> Yeah, no, that's fair. Right, uh, there's other ones on here. Like, this is... Okay, have you seen Coco? Oh, mate, I loved Coco. Oh, my God, what a film. Okay, so I have only seen the last half of Coco. You haven't... Oh... I haven't seen the whole... Literally, this this is the reaction that I get from everyone, by the way. <laughs> if I say I haven't watched Coco in full, everyone's like, oh, my God, you need to see it. And I do need to see it. I do need to actually watch this film because... I've seen the second half of it and I feel like it's my experience may have been slightly tainted now because I know that I need to experience the full film to get the full picture of it. You you know the important parts, but you don't have... I don't have the setup. <laughs> the thing is, though, I, I wouldn't say that it ruined... Okay, you might not enjoy it as much now. Yeah. 
Like you might not have the same visceral uh, reaction like I did just then. Um, but I still think, yeah, give it a go. Like you already know the film's pretty good from what you've seen. Yeah. So now you just need the context. If anything, it'll just make sense. I think so. Yeah. Again, it's been like a couple years since I've seen it or like a year or two. So uh, like, I, I kind of feel like I remember bits of it, uh, but I need to actually watch the full thing to get the full picture. Especially because like that block we just went through is a lot of like, we didn't see it very like middle ground films. Coco was a return to form. Okay. Like that, a lot of that like mid 2000s, like the 2010s ish in that list, we've picked out two that were really well like there's one we talked about that was really good and we didn't mention toy story 3 but let's face it yeah toy story 3 is like one of the best so it yeah it, i i feel like so the three the three toy stories have been i don't think there's been a bad one between them so exactly so like it it's, goes without saying but there's a lot of films in that whole section that are just sort of like eh whatever mm-hmm yeah and then Coco, seriously, for me, was such a return to form. It was the first one I saw the trailer and was like, I actually want to go see that. Yeah. And it's got great music. It's got great theming. It's like you just get behind the vibe of everything. It's really like beautiful and colorful because it's uh, Dia de los Muertos, Day of the Dead, the, the uh, Mexican holiday. Like it's just really, really good. See, this is the thing, like, I always feel like with Coco, right, like, when it was advertised and stuff in 2017, I feel like it went really under the radar, like, during oh, the theatrical did. release. It really did. But everyone I speak to about it says, oh, it's a great film, it's a great film. But why at the time wasn't it that big? I don't know. I think maybe because most people didn't watch it in the cinema initially. Maybe it didn't, like, maybe it's the UK audience as well. I don't know. Maybe it's the UK thing as well. I don't know. But, like, I think most people saw it afterwards and, uh... Yeah, I would definitely say, at least after the fact. Dude, that's... Coco is easily in my top 10. Yeah, I need to I need to watch it. I, w I will watch it eventually, for sure. Again, just for some context. It will also say that Coco is another one of those, like, family, family stories. Yeah. Like, family-orientated stories. But considering the theming of the film, it works better. Because it... It's about Day of the Dead, which is about appreciating and, yeah. you know, showing respect to your your ancestors. So it kind of makes sense that it'd be about family. Yeah. Yeah, it makes goes. But yeah, God. Okay, yeah, I will watch it. It's definitely growing up my list. My never ending list of stuff. <laughs> oh, I mean, that's just that's just everybody nowadays, isn't it? Like, with the amount of media we have to consume, like. I'm, I would be surprised if there's anyone out there who's like, oh, yeah, I don't have a backlog of anything. I'd be like, you're a liar. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. If you have like a Netflix or a Disney Plus or like a Crunchyroll or an Amazon Prime, you have a list. You have a list of things you haven't seen. Just like YouTube, you might not be conscious of it, but like everything, there's always a list, right? Even if you don't have subscription services, if you're keeping up with a TV show week to week, that's a list. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> like, this is the thing that is... Like you just look at it and you're like, oh, okay, there's so much media you can consume. There's always going to be something, even though you have access to it right now. You can be like, oh yeah, like I just never got around to watching that. And like, regardless, that is like, that is one of your things on your list that you need to watch. And it's like, yeah. Right. So did you watch Soul? Came out in 2020. I haven't seen it. Have you seen it? Yeah, I have. That's also another like really good film. 
Uh, see, this is the thing, like, okay, so there's a, there's a period of 2020 to 2021 of films that I just haven't seen any of them, purely because this is when COVID happened, right? Yeah. Um, so, like, literally March 6th, Onward comes out. Never saw it. I never watched it. I have no interest in that one. Again, yeah, same here. It was Chris Pratt and Tom Holland as, like, the main cast of it as well. And I, I don't know, I didn't even see a trailer of it. I, like, it just didn't appeal to me for some reason. I saw a trailer... Uh, I think constantly on YouTube. I, yeah, I just wasn't interested. I th- well, I think it's like a story of two brothers or something. They like run away or some shit. I don't fucking know. Yeah. <laughs> that should tell you everything. <laughs> like... Yeah. I, it, yeah. Clearly, neither of us have uh, had interest. If it is worth checking out, just let us know. <laughs> um, yeah, there's that. But Soul, um, again, came out during COVID uh, at a time where Disney Plus was a thing. Yep. Uh, probably like the first straight to Disney Plus movies, I'd say. Uh, am I right in saying that? I think so, yes. And man, what a great film to watch at Christmas. Is it? I watched it the day it came out, that Christmas. Oh, God, yeah. It's... 20, December 25th, 2020. Me and my family, we got up, we ate some breakfast, and we put that film on. Good. Right, so it's worth it, yeah? You say check it out. Oh, dude. Especially because of what it's about. Mm. At our age we like it's incredibly relatable okay because the film is about someone who has a dream and then gave up on their dreams kind of they took a detour but they still have the hope Mm -hmm. and then they go through like i kind of don't want to tell you more because then don't tell me more then okay it's a shame they can't include in discussion but i do want to because like otherwise it's like telling you the whole film yeah but it's basically about like trying to find what you want to do in life yeah it's about like pursuing your passions and stuff it's a really good film and seriously it was so relatable especially at that time like you said covid where everyone's trying to figure it out Mm -hmm. and you've got time to think about what you wanted to do with yourself at that point it could not have come out at a better time because i this is a film that i remember before covid happened that's when the they started putting trailers out for this film and I think it was supposed to be a summer release. I feel like it was supposed to be out then. It got delayed, uh, if I remember correctly. It got delayed like to hell. And I remember like loads of... When it, again, when it came out, everyone was saying, oh, it's worth it. Go watch it, go watch it. And it's just one that... like I, The only reason why I couldn't watch it, because at the time it was released, I didn't have Disney+. Plus. Ah, oh, fair. Uh, I only really got Disney+, Plus like towards the end of last year, if not like in January. Oh, okay. Because I'm just doing stuff. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but, uh, like, it's one of those ones I probably should watch it. Like, it's... Oh, no, I definitely... Coco and Soul, highly recommended films. Okay. Again, like, a lot of these newer ones are okay. Yeah. And these two are the strongest out of, like, Toy Story 3, Soul, Coco. Mm-hmm. They're the strongest out of this, like, later 2000s lineup. <sighs> Yeah. Okay. If you put it on the same level as like Toy Story three and like Coco, I seriously Coco and Soul, they're they're up there with Toy Story three for me. Like they are uh, really really good. Okay. Damn. Okay then. I'll I'll definitely check it out. What about Luca? Have you seen Luca? Yeah, it was alright. Oh okay. Uh, like what, what's the, what's the premise of Luca? What is that? Because I see like I see it advertised, but again, it's it's basically two like mer kids. Like as in like they're like. Yeah, mermen. Fish people, mermen. And they want to live like humans. Okay. So they go out of the water. And it's a literal fish out of water story. Oh, okay. Um, They help a little girl, Italian little girl, like, form a team to do, like, a triathlon or something. 
<laughs> not where I thought, not where I thought that was going whatsoever. <laughs> it, it's yeah, it's weird. Like it's the local town event or something for all the kids, and you can like win prize money, and she needs it for something. I can't remember. Mm. But that's it. Yeah, it's basically like these two literal fish out of water, and then making friends. Okay, fair. It's all. Right. It's an all right film. Um, is it something you think if you watched it as a kid, do you think you'd be more like engrossed in it? I probably wouldn't have liked it as a kid either. <laughs> Really? Yeah. Okay. I, I think I liked it more because I'm an adult and I'm a little more forgiving. I'll tell you what it is. Like, this, this is a thing with me. Like, I, it, like, it might be a little bit hypocritical. I haven't thought about it too much. This is just a thought that popped into my mind now. But, okay. um, like, the idea of fish films, right? Yeah. Are very, like, for me, it's mostly miss, right? Because I don't think there's been any fish films that I kind of like that much apart from Finding Nemo. Okay. I like Shark Tale. <laughs> Shark Tale was not a good film, Nathan. Look, I saw it as a kid or like a younger kid, you know. The only selling point for me was like, oh, it's uh, Will Smith voicing it. Because at the time, like, uh, still, Will Smith is quite a cool guy. I'm not saying it was, I'm right to say that it was a great, a good film, but like, I like, that's what another one I liked. Yeah, what was was that? There was another one, what was it? Do you remember Help I'm a Fish? Do you remember that? Yeah. I hated that film. I saw it in cinemas. Yeah, I didn't like that film. I watched it on Cartoon Network, I think. <laughs> it was on Car- Oh, God, that's how I think it was way after it came out, and it was just one of those, like, oh, we're putting films on today. And that happened to be the film. That that film just, like, I think <laughs> it's kind of tainted fish films for me. I feel like I'm with fish is talking and stuff. Like, I don't know, water-based films, like, they, they, for some reason, fish films just kind of don't do it for me. Fair enough. Finding Finding Nemo was good, and I did like Finding Nemo. I think it's the only exception, but <laughs> not not rating the fish films that much. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> there we go. I might check out Luca at one point. I don't know if I will. Um, again, it's not one I recommend. Yeah, I. It's an okay film. Watch it if you've got absolutely nothing else to watch. Or you feel really bored. Yeah, uh, yeah, uh, it's going to be a while until that happens. But it's, uh, yeah, it, it, I don't think it needs to be. It's not a recommendation for sure. Okay, fair. It's a decent film, but I wouldn't be like, oh, you got to watch that. Okay, then, well, we'll talk about the most recent release then that came yes. out. Uh, Turning Red. Because I have literally just watched that this morning. <laughs> and I watched it on Friday. Um, What did you think of it? I thought overall the film was okay. Yeah. However, mm-hmm. to me personally, it was probably the most relatable film Pixar's ever made. Okay, interesting. How how so? Uh, like because the character is a first or second generation Chinese like immigrant family. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that character is born like that character is shown to have been born ninety four. Yeah. Uh, and I am also first generation of uh, a, an immigrant family to another uh, country. A lot of what she says in the beginning is how I felt at the exact same age. Interesting. Okay. Like, it's weird how accurate a lot of that is. Like, there were just little things that I would see in the film and be like, fuck, I know that. Yeah. Like, I lived that. Like, her being like, oh, I'm 13, I'm a grown up. I felt the same way. Yeah. But at the same time, I also felt exactly like she did, where you don't want to disappoint your parents. They want you to do your best, but they put pressure on you in weird ways. Mm-hmm. And like, again, whilst the film is okay, I don't 
necessarily feel like it needs to be recommended and like people should see it mm-hmm. as a chinese person or growing up as a chinese kid in a foreign land it was incredibly relatable okay do you, do you think that's like what uh do you think disney well the pixar like picking up on this more like relatable content like seeing like uh china being represented in this way do you think it's a you think it's positive then from that like do you i do no it wouldn't be like imagine if it wasn't <laughs> god yeah pixar used to be relatable when you were a kid yeah because it's things that adults realize that their little kids were sort of doing right mm-hmm. toy story is exactly what you do as a kid you pick up your toys you play they come to life to you mm-hmm. yeah but this new pixar style is like more relatable to people in like certain people in general yeah and i don't think it's bad that we don't like certain films because we can't relate because it's not our story right it's not a story you've lived yeah like soul i thought was amazing because it was incredibly relatable to me at the time as you know someone who was trying to figure out what they wanted to do in life as well yeah turning red i think it's incredible how realistic it was to being a a foreign kid growing up in a different culture Mm -hmm. and obviously to me it spoke out more because again it's the exact same cultures almost right yeah so i think it's a good thing they're doing this because people you you might learn something you know like my i watched it with my mum and even she sat there and was like god a lot of that is so real that's right it's good that like they're actually sort of doing that representation then like because i feel like this is the thing like i feel cinema like a lot of people say oh well it's woke cinema right this is this is the thing that like that people on the internet say oh it's woke cinema is this wrong with it? you don't need this i think it's great that you get like <laughs> representation of like communities you don't know about like well i didn't know like much about it. i just saw it i was like oh, okay that's interesting the thing is like it's great because it it broadens horizons mm exactly again like just because i felt that way and you didn't but now like by saying it you watch that film you sort of get a better insight into how me and many other people like me grew up yeah and there's there are a lot of really small details in there that are incredibly accurate like it's one small detail i picked up on but i i laughed so hard and it's not even funny right Mm -hmm. is when she gets in her mom's car yeah and her mom has that weird bead seat cover i literally haven't seen that since the 90s but every asian person had that in their fucking car in the 90s i saw that thing so often when i was a kid that looking at it now in my late 20s i was like oh my god the nostalgia i can't believe that thing they put that in there that is so accurate that's great it's 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 so cool that like there are even little things like that there's uh i mean it was also like crazy relatable because like uh, i figured out later on when they were chanting and stuff at the yeah. end of like towards the end of the film they were also speaking cantonese so oh, wow. it's the same chinese i grew up speaking so like i was like watching that i was thinking i wonder what they're actually saying like what they're chanting in it yeah it, it was cantonese like when me and my mom were like sitting there really really listening because we were trying to figure out what they were saying <laughs> i still don't know what they were exactly saying but i know they were speaking cantonese uh, okay that's really cool man okay look that's the thing is i i, I I watched the film and I like because obviously I'm seeing it from a story point like as a person that doesn't like I know bits about the culture but obviously not as much as you would do. <laughs> um, like uh, it's I thought it was a decent film. I think it's a good story for what it is. I don't think it's like the most ground like groundbreaking Disney film. No, it's not. Oh, Disney film, sorry, Pixar film. But it's 
I thought it was decent enough. Like, I don't think it's the worst thing they've put out. Definitely not. Oh, no, no, no. So it's far from it. Got some good comedy moments as well. Like, it's sort of like, as you said, it has that relatable factor for even people like in their, like just going into their teen years. It has that relatable thing. Oh, yeah. Because it is cringy as fuck. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know exactly how cringy your life was at that point. And yeah. that's how crazy relatable it is as well in that sense. Like Pepe saying, because some of the stuff they're doing at 13, because they don't care yeah i'm like yeah i was probably doing shit like that too <laughs> like, yeah. there's all, all stuff like uh what was it like the music stuff like the poses and like just dumb stuff you do in school it is like it's quite like it's cringe but it's like yeah we would have done that sort of stuff like <laughs> yeah you know exactly that life because you probably did some of that too. exactly yeah <laughs> it's, uh, yeah it's, it's cool it's like a nice relatable sort of thing and the animation's quite funny in it i like i like the- oh really love this like the animation in it, like the art style, it kind of reminded me a bit of like Into the Spider-Verse where it's kind of like 2D, 3D, but it was like a cool cell shaded look. It had like a little um, like comic book vibes occasionally. You know, like, yeah. like, the, like uh, I think it's like towards the end of it. And like, um, what was it? Uh, May's Red Panda is heading towards um, the other Red Panda. And it's like, it's like kind of like doing like a downward spike. Yeah. And then, but like, there's all these comic book lines around the edge of the uh, thing. I was like, oh, this, 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 it's different than you would see from like the rest of these. Like, I don't know. You know when May does that like headbutt? Yeah. I said to my mom, I think someone on this team might have liked Dragon Ball. Because I was like, That's kind of reminds me that a little <laughs> Goku, you know. I was like, Goku used to headbutt people a lot. It's like kind of like, uh, or um, you know when Gohan just like goes for rabbits. Like <laughs> yeah. <kind> of vibe. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I thought it was like a decent film considering. Like, I don't think I, like, I'd be like going around saying, oh, you need to watch this film. Like, it's, it's decent. I, I quite like it. No, but I still would have, like, I wouldn't fully wholeheartedly recommend it and claim, you know, it's the best thing ever. But, like, mm. I would tell people, yeah, watch it. It's pretty it's pretty decent. Yeah, I, I agree. But before we uh, close this episode off, um, obviously we've got um, one more Pixar film to discuss, and that's Lightyear, which is coming out in June, June 17th. Uh... This year. What, what are your thoughts on it? Because we can't go much off much apart from the trailer for it, really. But, uh, <laughs> um i will watch it but yeah. i cannot get over the uncanny valley it creeps me out a little bit mm-hmm. it's <laughs> it um it's too semi-realistic 100 <laughs> percent. this is the thing like that it's like we so used to this toy story like vibe with one two three and four i guess as well because it's, it's <laughs> we don't talk I about that fourth one is <laughs> um but like I don't know. With Lightyear, it's a it's a one where I'm like, ooh, do I? I don't think I like this. And it's it, it's um it's one I'd probably will if it's on Disney Plus straight away to watch, and I don't have to go pay to see it. Yeah, I'll watch it. I'll watch it, but I don't think I'll be down the cinema anytime soon to see this. Yeah, I'm incredibly dubious, and also I don't know how I feel about it not being Tim Allen. Oh, it's not, is it? Who's who's voicing? It's Chris Evans. Before <laughs> you meant the British Chris Evans, and not not the other Chris. Evans. <laughs> no, no, not that, not that one. Captain America, Captain yeah. America, <laughs> Captain America. <laughs> For anyone that doesn't know the Chris Evans we're talking about, they've just put a picture of Chris Evans. On uh, yeah, the other Chris Evans. <laughs> British radio very Br- host. Very, very Chris British, Evans. very British reference. But anyway, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I don't, I don't know. 
I'll, I'll still watch it. Like you said, if it's on Disney Plus, I'll watch it. But I don't want to go to the cinemas to see it. No, it's it's yeah. I don't know, man. It still kind of weirds me out the visuals, and then again, just as a '90s kid. I wish it was Tim Allen. Nothing against Chris Evans. I think he's a great actor. Mm. I think I think he'll do a fine job. I suppose that's why you can kind of get away with it not being Tim Allen, though, because it is technically like in a. It feels like this film is going to be set in a different universe, the Toy Story universe. So you can kind of get <laughs> like a multiverse kind of vibe. Uh, <laughs> Did you ever, as a kid, watch the like? I think it was straight to tape, like Buzz Lightyear mm, film. I, it was I, um. I don't think I did, you know. It was him in like, it was actually him, not like the toy. It was actually Buzz Lightyear and he was like in the space command or patrol or whatever it was. Oh, I might, I might have done. I'm not sure now. And it was Patrick Warburton instead, I believe. Oh, okay. Was it still Pixar animation? I think it was just Disney, maybe Disney Pixar. It was 2D though. It wasn't like 3D either. It was 2D. I remember the 2D fit. Yes, I remember that. Was it was it a movie or was it like a TV series? I swear it was like a TV series at some point. Or I think it was a TV series afterwards, but the the one I watched was like a movie first. Yeah, okay, like an animated film. I never saw it. I think Lightyear might sort of be in the same, not the same, but like in a similar universe to that, where it's actual Buzz Lightyear and not a fucking toy. <laughs> <laughs> Fair about like, um, but yeah. Lightyear is a... It's a thing. <laughs> it's a TVC. <laughs> but yeah, that's like... We basically just gave a rundown of like all the fucking Pixar movies. I don't think this episode was going to go that way before. But yeah, that's literally our, our whole thoughts on Pixar. Yeah, I mean, and the thing is, we didn't even touch on really a lot of like the other Toy Stories. So maybe that'll be a whole nother episode. Who knows? I think, yeah, because there's a whole bunch of like Pixar shorts, which I absolutely love. Uh, which we didn't even talk about. Oh, yeah, we didn't even talk about those. Okay, so we might have potential two more episodes on Pixar stuff, potentially. Yeah, I'd, I'd love to talk about more about that. That's the thing, I don't know. Like, the Pixar shorts are something that I absolutely like, have adored. I, I have only seen some of them, um, so... I... We'll see how that goes. TBC yeah. on that, too. TBC on that. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else you want to say, Nathan? Uh, nah, just go out and experience a bunch of these films mm. don't even have to take the ones that we recommended just go out and watch whatever one seems interesting to you yeah if you haven't seen them already and if you have seen them already well good for you you had a you had a great life <laughs> so, so, why did i come across so sarcastic i don't know why but i, I genuinely who hurt you today <laughs> no one i just woke up and chose violence apparently um, <laughs> i genuinely mean that though like watching pixar films is great like yeah. i i have great memories and there's lots of nostalgia and if you also have that nostalgia you yeah, you had a pretty good childhood, pretty good like life, you know? Like you got to experience some really good films. Take this seriously. <laughs> it's fine. I'm sure you genuinely mean it. I do, I do genuinely mean this. That's the worst part. You're just making me sound worse than I am. I don't know. It's just about, okay. It is, uh, he does genuinely mean it, guys. I, I promise. I do. I swear I do. <laughs> <laughs> right <laughs> and on that note thank you for listening guys remember to and find us on uh all podcast platforms and yeah i guess we'll see you next time have a good one bye bye